Welcome to X to the Zennial. Ah! <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I. I still think that we did need to get music. I think that's going to be a thing that we do eventually. Maybe you're five. Maybe you're four. Maybe. Maybe sooner. I mean. Who knows? Right? We are in year three. We are in year three. Happy three year anniversary. Happy three year anniversary. We didn't. We talked about it last time, I think. We did. And we had our 50th episode last time. Yep. Which was awesome. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. Absolutely. We really appreciate that. Rhonda was amazing. Oh, so great. Such a good, like, story. You know, mo money, mo problems. Sure. Like, to go from one lifestyle, to, you know, to another, and so extremely fast. Yep. And then figuring out, like, all the challenges and pitfalls that come with that. So, that was a super good episode. That was really great. Um, not to toot our own horn, but we're just fucking good at this. We love our um so today well a couple things so now in year three we do like to set new goals yes so some of the new goals that we're talking about i was inspired by an advertisement on instagram from um i think it was like the city of albuquerque or something abq live or something yes abq live that's what it was and there we're looking for someone to host a live television or a live uh radio show right and i was like well I already got a podcast, so I don't need a radio show, but wouldn't it be fun to go live? I mean, yes, and so that is something that we are maybe going to do, is do some videos um, either on Facebook or Instagram or both, Mm -hmm. and so you'll get to see our beautiful faces while we also record the podcast. Absolutely. So yeah, we've been working on planning this and what it'll look like and frequency, so we're just having conversations about that. So listeners, start thinking about... Questions. Right. So, when we do go live. That's the thing that I would love to get this year is a lot more like listener interaction um, and to get some obviously feedback, but also like, are there things that you guys want to hear about or you want us to talk about? Um, we love hearing ourselves talk, which is awesome. But <laughs> it would be nice to get, you know, kind of what our listeners want to know more information about or are curious about, or have questions. I mean, some of our greatest podcasts, like sex related and um, some of the other things that we've talked about, like avoidance, loneliness, not avoidance, because we're talking about that tonight, but (laughs) loneliness, like depression, friendship, anxiety, absolutely have come from our listeners. Yep. So um, we definitely would love your feedback. We definitely want questions. Uh, so interacting with us on X to the Zennial underscore podcast on Instagram, uh, X to the Zennial at gmail.com would also be great. So just let us know. But yeah, lives is coming next. We are doing videos or want to do live videos and then those will be available, but also having the podcast episode. Yeah. Okay. It's a twofer. This, those are things that are happening. Um, my stomach just made weird noises, so... I heard it all the way around. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I had some peanut butter earlier with some chocolate chips and a little bit of butter. So it was like a fat bomb snack. That sounds so good. It was really good. Natural peanut butter from Jif. Ooh. Lower in the sugar. Anywho. All right. So I was thinking about topics today. And one of the things that I've been thinking about for a while is avoidance. So were you thinking about avoidance and avoiding talking about it? 
No, I don't <laughs> avoid talking about things. We know this. Um, but I do think, like, especially with anxiety, one of the kind of hallmark side effects, and with depression, too, is that avoidance. Um, you and I have worked through and continue to sometimes have procrastination issues. Yes. Um, especially when we are not motivated to get things done or we like to distract ourselves. I just feel like if there's not a fire under my ass with like a deadline, yeah. like it's gotta be done. I just sometimes do struggle. Other times like I get whatever it is, the feedback, and I yeah. just whoop, turn around, take care of it, and boom, it's done. Right. But sometimes it's like, well, this needs to be done. And I'm like, what does this do? Well, you know, when you get it done, oh, shit, don't say those words to me. <laughs> Whenever you get it done is like, like oh. your cue to be like, okay, so I can fuck off on this for a while. Exactly. I'm like, okay. well, there's no urgency. Right. So I do kind of thrive off the anxiety of, having a deadline like right. I need that that you stress I do need that stress sometimes to right fire under my ass to get stuff done for sure and I think like it's it's interesting and I think the more stress we have the easier that it becomes so it's it's a very fine line of so the word I used is you stress it's actually positive stress that is not overwhelming that gets us to do things um but that can very quickly turn into negative stress, which then creates overwhelming anxiety, which can be crippling and self-defeating. Absolutely. If you let it snowball, snowball, the pile gets taller, taller, taller. The, the to-do list gets longer, longer, longer. The time from being told to do it till you not doing it gets longer and longer. Well, I think the other thing, too, is if there are a lot of uncertain things that happen in a row... Like for, for people, and we've talked about change kind of a lot recently, um, is that if, if things are just happening, right, not necessarily that we've chosen or can control, that can also give us that impetus to not do stuff right. because it feels like there are so many things on the to-do list and I don't know where to start. Exactly. Right. And that could be really crippling. Um, Rhonda had talked about it last time. Uh, in the last episode when she just had all of these things kind of pile up mm -hmm. and she just shut down. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think like avoidance and, and procrastination is kind of normal. Mm -hmm. um, but what we want to talk about is like how to kind of work through that mm -hmm. so that you can get to the next phase Absolutely. Um, so that it doesn't feel so crippling. Absolutely. So debilitating because it can. I mean, you know, when you're procrastinating and then you're like, I really need to do this. And then you add that layer of anxiety onto it. Well, now you've like engaged your nervous system. For sure. And you've started to produce cortisol and you started to produce these stress hormones. Mm -hmm. And now it's like in the back of your head and it's nagging you. So it's creating more anxiety and then it's creating more cortisol. So it's like this, you're, you get stuck in this loop in right. your body. Mm -hmm. So your body is auto autonomically like doing this thing and then with all this stress hormone well you know that shuts down some functions sure for sure it can freeze you up it can also create insomnia it can create hypersleep so you want to sleep more just to avoid things like and and if you're already prone to depression and or anxiety that just makes it worse right, right? So you're not engaging with family or friends, you're not socializing, you're basically just isolating in a stress 
fucking tent of terrible. Yes. Which is not just good. not good for sure. Not good. I get that way sometimes when I just let things, because then I get afraid of looking at it. So like yep. my bills. I forgot to, I forgot to pay them in a timely fashion. Like a whole okay. grip of them or no, just like the big ones? just all, just my gas, electric, water. I don't know. I like had like a walking blackout or something and totally thought I had done it and then didn't and then realized I hadn't. And then I was like, I didn't do it. Oh my gosh. What's the charges? What's the fees? I can't look. I can't look. I don't want to know. So then you wanted to avoid it. So then I avoided it for another 10 days, 10 days before <laughs> I could like log in and take care of my business. Cause okay. I was like, I just don't want to see the ramifications of my forgetful actions because this puts me in, like, stress. So I'll deal with this when I'm in a better headspace and can. Okay. That happened ten days later. Okay. Open it up, whatever. I wasn't even charged any fine. And it was fine. It was fine. But so I made all this stress in my head. Yeah. But for ten days was like, I wonder what those life fees are. Well, I wonder what I I wonder what the total bill was. I mean, it was not a healthy, good situation. And then your self-talk starts yeah. to suck and like all yeah, the things. And I was like, man, you're not responsible enough to be like a homeowner. Like, you're not a grown-up. And then I started beating myself up. I was just stupid and dumb. Not helpful. It was not helpful. Okay. It was not helpful mentally, mental inside voice speaking. Sorry, I'm exhausted today. For sure. I can't, I can't <laughs> well, work I, today. I think that's the other thing. Like, especially now because, like, school is starting. You're back at work. Um, you know, I have, I have friends who are students and um, clients for sure you know, either going back to work or going back to school, really recognizing um, that the avoidance is just right around the corner. Um, I've definitely had clients who have high anxiety, maybe a touch of the ADD, and they will let their bills pile up or let their mail pile up. Um, you know, deadlines start to, to pile into each other. And it's really easy with our anxiety to avoid looking at those things yeah. because it feels overwhelming. Right. I just like to pull the ostrich yeah. move. I just like head, head in the, the sand. sand. And I just can't, but it still nags in the back of my head. For sure. And that nagging then causes my nervous system to act up and then it just snowballs. Yeah. But with me, what ends up happening is the day then that I decide to take care of my business. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I'm setting a goal. I'm yep. establishing a date. I'm establishing a time frame to end this madness. Yes. Because I can't live like this. I don't like it. Because, yeah, my self-care goes to hell in a handbasket. My sleep goes to hell in a handbasket. I mean, it's just not good. Right. So I, set, I will set a date and I'll do it. But then I will take care of everything. Okay. That I have been not doing or wanted to do. Okay. Or just little things that I'm like, oh, I wanted to rearrange the living room. So I'm going to pay all my bills. I'm going to rearrange the living room. And then I go like manic. Okay. And I'm like, set a doctor's appointment. Oh, now I need to call the dentist. Oh, when was the last time I saw the dermatologist? And I take care of all my business. Yeah. That was a noise that your I mouth know. just made. I know. <laughs> all my business. So you, you definitely... And do you feel better... When you do it that way, or do you feel better when you do it a little bit at a time and get it all done? Or are they equally kind of They're better in different ways? They're equally gratifying, but in different ways. Like, when I'm taking care of stuff as it comes, like, yeah. respond to that email immediately. Done. Like, you know, call and make that appointment because it needs to be done because the car needs to be serviced right now. Done. Yeah. Like, that feels great because I'm like, boom, 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 on my shit. Okay. That's very rewarding to be on top of my For shit. For sure. I like that feeling a lot. Yeah. But when I, like, pop 
piled up and I've like procrastinated and I've like kind of built this pile of shiz to attend to when I have that massive purge, when I finally come to the point where I'm like, okay, get this done. Like yeah. you're avoiding it. Yeah. It's causing you great distress. Get it done. When I get it done and then I get like all the other things done because right, I go all manic on it. Then I feel really good too because I'm like, cool, I accomplished what was stressing me out and then I accomplished the things that I wanted to do. So it's like a win-win. I just sure. feel motivated. Nice. Okay. I mean, I think like I do the both and as I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about a few years ago, um, I would say like three August ago. So August and September are my big, um, everything is due months. So my license is due every two years in September. My business license is due every year in August. That's when I started the business in 2012, which, wow, it's crazy. Um, I have to renew my, um, liability insurance. I have to renew my memberships to the organizations I'm part of. I have to renew my P.O. box. Like all of that comes. It's a very expensive couple of months because I have all these like fees and blah, 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 whatever. So a few years ago, I had let my business license lapse, which then affected my Medicaid, the Medicaid number, which means I wasn't getting paid. It was a whole fucking landslide nightmare. Mm. And, um, And it was a lot of... I mean, it scared me because I wasn't getting paid and then I couldn't get all of the technology to work, like the facts and this and that, whatever. Um, so I remember that and I, what I remember most is I was super burned out and I was tired. And so I wasn't paying attention to what time of year it was. Um, and so I, I, now I recognize that, okay, I'll start at July 31st, like get all the things done. So I'm like way ahead of my game now. <laughs> Um, but I I do the same thing that you do sometimes where it's just like, cause I, I mean, obviously client care happens daily, right? Right. So I see clients five, six a day. Um, but on those days when I have like a bigger break or I have had a couple consolations, what I'm also doing is, um, doing like business stuff. I'm calling insurance companies. I'm following up on, uh, you know, my voicemails. I'm calling for new clients. Like, all of those things kind of happen in a circular way, but also in a, in a kind of a systematic way. And so I'm used to doing things like that. Like the other thing that sometimes gets, well, I clean my house every two weeks. Um, it's just me. I'm relatively clean. You're super clean. I was trying not to say I'm a little on the, um, uh, OCD side. Own it, own it, own it. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> well, I know that I'm an anxious person, and so if things aren't the way I I'm used to seeing them, or like in that, you know, because I I do I do my t- laundry every Tuesday. I like to run the dishwasher on Tuesdays. I also run it on Saturdays. You know, like I have a system for things right. because I know that if I don't have that system, I will let things pile up. Right. And like when I had COVID, I was so tired that I didn't get things done the way I was used to. And then it created some anxiety, right? right? And for me, and and we know that my time of year to be like depressed or whatever is usually November to February 1st right. or January 30th, depending. Um, and so I was, I was coming out of that. Like there was just a lot. Um, 
And I know that through graduate school, there were a couple different times my body was hurting, like I had a back flare up. Um, you, you know, you and I both have gone through the same program. Like it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And you've got papers back to back. You've got finals. You've got clinicals. You've got all of these things. Yeah. And so, um, I have a friend who's going through graduate school right now and it's just like one thing after another. Um, and it's super easy to get like distracted to not finish the deadline or get the things done. Right. Especially with like papers and whatever. I literally cleaned the bathroom one time to avoid writing a paper. I've brushed my teeth in order to not... I flossed and brushed my teeth in order to not do notes. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what I could do instead of writing all these notes down? Floss my teeth. I love right? that. I'm going to go and clean the bathroom. And I don't mind cleaning the bathroom, but it was like, that seems like more fun than doing this shit. Yep. Right? Yep. So I do want, um, you know, our listeners to think about the things that they avoid doing. Right. Um, because next is the kind of problem solving. How do we get past that? Right. So that we don't kind of get in that stuck, anxious, full on avoidance place. Right. Um, the other thing to think about is if you're not confrontational, if you don't have hard conversations easily. And I don't know anybody who's like super good at it. Lawyers. Fair. They also get paid by the billable hour. This is true. Um, but I think that's a, another big place of avoidance, right? And so a lot of people will stay in either a shitty situation mm -hmm. or let things happen because they are avoiding having those hard conversations. Absolutely. Right? Which then can lead to anxiety and depression. You're thinking about it all the time. Oh, yeah. You can't unhinge from thinking about it. Right. Procrastinating, dealing with having that, like, awful conversation with your boss or with your roommate or with your partner. partner right. Your mom. Your, your friend. Dad, your sibling. Anyone. Right. So. I think those are really difficult conversations can be one of the triggers for avoidance. Um, because it, it does, it's uncomfortable. First of all, yeah. you, um, I can imagine, think about, uh, the potential reactions. How are they going to feel? Right. How is it going to feel if they don't like what I said? Right. Um, all of those things can, especially if your brain is obsessive or you think a lot about stuff, right. um, for sure. And we've talked about that, how you perseverate. We both do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think like, okay, so to the problem solving part is usually if you talk to another human, mm -hmm. um, i.e. therapist or friend, right. um, or some kind of confidant, someone who doesn't necessarily, um, isn't going to take what you say personally, right. who is good at problem solving or seeing something from a different perspective right. with empathy and compassion for you, yes. um, who can help you to kind of lay it out and then help you to then prioritize the order of importance. What do I need to get done first? What do I have the most control over? Right. Okay. Um, I think that's really important to help you, whoever's dealing with this stuff, to then at least do one thing. Right. Right. And that's when I'm stuck, I'm like, and things are piling. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, okay, here's the day you're going to do it, but this is the one thing you're going to do. Love it. If this is the goal. This is the bare 
effing minimum. Plus most important, usually. And yes, most important, most pressing, most anxiety-inducing, most yep. stress, the thing that is living in my head rent-free right now. Right. And I'm ruminating over, this is the day I'm going to deal with it because I have time. This is the patch of time. I'm yep. writing it down in my planner. It's going to get done. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I do it. Yeah practice, you know, if that's speaking to someone, you know, about something that hurt my feelings sure. or some, something that I feel might incite a negative reaction from them, right? And then I have all that time to practice what I'm going to say and how I'm going to Do you write it. it down? I type things out now. I love that. I type it out so that I can really conscientiously, like, see it, read it, say it out loud, okay. make sure that I'm speaking my truth or, you know, that I'm delivering it in a... In a, in my in a way that is expressive to me, like authentic to who you are and how you want to show up in the world. Exactly, love that. Okay, so I practice. Okay, and then I just have to. Then the DD comes, and then I just have to do it. Just pull the trigger and make just it happen. Pull the trigger and make it happen. And I think that's true for like hard things. Um, you know, we talk about deadlines and papers and and getting things done, but I do love the idea of like setting a date, setting the intention. Um, if you need to talk to somebody and just say like, hey, I need your, I just need you to listen to me talk about this. Right. Right. If you want feedback, I just need your feedback. Right. Um, if you want them to help you problem solve, it's important to kind of say those things and have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And as a recovering codependent, I am really working hard on, especially with people I care about, mm-hmm. to ask them, are you just giving me information? Do you need to vent? Do you need support? Like, tell me what you need from me so that I can be present for that. That's awesome. I right. love that. It's super helpful, too, because then I don't feel any kind of onus or obligation to fix anything. Right. Or offer solutions. Yep. And then you get all sidetracked in those conversations about the solutions. And then, yeah. Yeah, which then can kind of persist in that avoidance exactly or... well that won't work because i just actually had one of those conversations today with a friend yeah and i, I should have I, I i love what you said and i think i'm just gonna steal that from yeah you. do because <laughs> they called with the guy a friend called with a problem with you know with their work and these things you know they gave me the history of it and yeah right away i jumped into like career counselor, therapist, modality. And I was like, so what I hear you saying is you have like dissatisfaction. These things aren't working. Dot, 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 dot. Is that yeah. correct? You know, make sure I'm hearing. Correctly. Sure. But then I was like, okay, solutions. I was like, option A, option B, option C, problem solving. By the end of the conversation, person was not going to do any of those things and really needed to just vent. Yeah. Needed to vent. But I didn't know that until I had spent all this time like, okay, let me then do this and then let me look this up for you and then let me check out this. Well, this is a resource and you can go here, you can try this and you can do... Wow, you're doing a lot of work. Oh, yeah. I, for I, someone who was just venting. Exactly. <laughs> but I didn't know they just wanted to vent. Right. So having that question is like, how how can I best support you? Exactly. Is the best way to kind of put that because then what you're saying is, Okay, I need you to identify what your need is so then I can be that support for you. Exactly. And if you go into it, like if if I was the one who had the need, I would tell you, hey, Kat, I just need to vent this out and then maybe you can help me problem solve. Yeah. Which then gives you kind of the, the platform to first listen. And I love your active listening skills because that's fantastic. And then be like, okay, are you ready for solutions? Right. And then kind of list them off. 
but that helps put people in the action place. Right. Right. And so I think the other thing is to really recognize, especially if there's a lot of change and there's a lot of uncertainty, right? Right. So new job, have to move. Oh, by the way, my sister's pregnant and, you know, my mom is sick, right? So that's a lot happening. Right. And I feel like I cannot get anything done because this is really overwhelming. Right. You're frozen. For sure. You're frozen. You're stuck and the things are piling up and then that's scary too. Absolutely. So then we go, okay, what is within your control? Exactly. Right? Yep. Have you worked on your resume? Well, fuck, I haven't even thought about that. Right. So that's a place to start. Right. Why don't we, here's the opportunity between now and next time we see each other, you pull up your resume, you update it with your most recent staff, you go on Indeed, you go on LinkedIn, you post it. There you go. Awesome. One thing done off the list. Check it through. Right. Mom's sick. Unless you're a doctor, there's really not a whole lot you can do there. But you can be supportive, maybe visit with her, whatever. Maybe set up a weekly visit if you have time in your schedule to go have dinner. Yep. Bring dinner, cook dinner. Love that. Take care of mom in some way because you'll be engaging with mom. You'll be feeling positive about all of that interaction and caring for your mom. But you can't do it 24-7 because you work, you have kids, you have all this shit on your plate. Absolutely. I love that. Sister's pregnant. Ask her what she needs. Right. If she has a partner, cool. Be supportive. Listen to that. But you, there's really nothing for you to do there. Right. Just yeah. nine months to cook that thing. Absolutely. Ten. Uh, <laughs> Forty weeks. Um, but then the next thing is, okay, you need to move. And have you been to this place? Have you looked at apartments? Right. So I can imagine with all of these things and moving parts, it's difficult to find a starting place. What, what topic do you tackle first? Yeah. Where do you begin? And usually I what I encourage is start with what you have the most control over. Right. Right? Your resume. Exactly. That's totally within your wheelhouse of things to do. Yes. Right? And so when you can create that order of importance and then also kind of look at your time, because that's the other thing. When you get stuck in that procrastination avoidance place, it feels like tunnel vision and there is, there's not enough space or time in the day. Right. That's what it feels like. Right. Not that time has shifted or we're in some kind of weird, you know. The earth is rotating faster now that I'm in stress and anxiety. Right. And shit's piling up for me. <laughs> the world is spinning faster. And it's now like, it's no, like, you still have 24 hours in a day. Right. And you only have 24 hours in a day. So you can't get it all done. Right. Unless you're like Wonder Cat and a maniac. But no, um, it's not fun. It's not fun. And it feels... It feels out of control. Out of control. Well, that's how I said it's like manic. Yeah, for I'm sure. Like, and, this, and, then, and then I end and I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. Right, and then you're like having to catch up on sleep. And then I have to catch up on rest. Right. So, order of importance: somebody you can process with, knowing what your needs are. I just need to vent. Cool. I help give you the space to vent all day long. Um, I need your feedback, or I need solutions. Right. I need your support. So figuring that piece out, right? Mm -hmm. And then taking one step in the direction. Yep. Um, but being aware of what you're avoiding, right? And I think a lot of clients and certainly like friends and people, um, I'm avoiding everything. Like I would much rather just go to the bar and drink 
and, um, you know, talk to people on Tinder, then do things for me because that's easy to do and it's a distraction. Right. I'm going to scroll on Instagram for three hours straight. Right. I'm going to be addicted to my scrolling. Or, yeah, get on the TikTok and, you know, or the YouTube or all of those things. And, and I think that's obviously before social media and all of the things, there were other ways to avoid doing things. Yeah. Um, but certainly with social media really recognizing, are you using it as an avoidance technique? Are you avoiding getting things done, having hard conversations, actively engaging? Updating your resume? Right. Are you like, oh, I just don't have time to update my resume. How much screen time do you spend a day? Yeah. And that's like a huge thing. I just was reading an article about people checking out and zoning out and just... Yeah, just zone out the addiction to the scrolling of just... Or even just, like, binge-watching things, right? Because yeah. I just, like, fell down a, a binge-watching <laughs> hole. There were all these memes, especially during the pandemic, of people just, like, spending two days on the couch in the same outfit, you know, all the snacks around them, because <laughs> they binge-watched something. Um, but it is. It's an avoidance technique. Mm-hmm. And so really recognizing, like, have I showered you know, have I gone outside? Right. Have I seen my friends? Have I called my mom? Sure. And so really disengaging from that screen time and recognizing that that is a way that you are avoiding. Mm-hmm. Right? That is a way that you are distracting yourself from the things that you actually need to get done, even though they're hard, even though they're challenging. And even though they're daunting. And if you don't know how to do the resume, Google. Spend yep. some time researching and learning how to do that so it's less scary Sure. to do it. And I think that's a big avoidance there is just that scary unknown. Like, that's always it for me. Like The uncertainty of what does this look like or how do I do it? Exactly. Like this, establishing a primary care physician. So I just okay. had a manic binge, like, right when I got back from California because my credit card got compromised while mm. I was there. I used it one fucking time. And it got compromised one and only time. Yeah. Glass boat tour. Mm. Uh, <laughs> did you have fun on the tour, though? Oh, hell yeah, I did. And okay. my credit card is great because they sent me a text. And they're like, you usually don't shop online at 5 in the morning on the East Coast time on yeah. these websites. Are these your purchases? And I was like, absolutely not. Thank you for informing me. Nice. Had to order a new credit card. Got back. Got the new one. So then I had to go in and set up all my auto pays, all my stuff, right? Because I was like, I can't avoid this. Yeah, it's got to be done. But then I took it to another level. I need to establish a primary care physician because mine retired during the pandemic okay but i avoided that i got that letter in november Ooh. i just established a primary care physician two weeks ago girl i know and i have health problems so i would but i don't didn't know how to do it yeah i don't know how to go to an insurance website no. i know they exist fair like i so i and i had tried in december and i got on and it looked like real crazy and intimidating and me and technology i'm like oh fuck this noise i'll just go to urgent care <laughs> and so i just closed that and was like yeah hopefully i don't get sick well i did get sick and ended up in the emergency room yeah in the spring right had i had a primary care position could have taken care of that a lot cheaper but it was time to establish when the school year starting i'm about to be probably really sick Okay. So that said, I was like, gotta get this established. Yeah. So I get back on this daunting ass website and I'm like, I still don't understand what's going on. And I was like, (laughs) 
phone a friend. They have a phone number so I can interact with a human being because these things make me feel better because humans know knowledge. Yes. And the websites don't because I don't understand this shit. Sure. So called the Input insurance. output. Yeah, I called the insurance. I was like, I need to establish a primary care physician. I don't even know what hospitals to call to take my insurance, right? Yeah. Because so-and-so takes it, so-and-so takes it, this is out of the network, blah, 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 all the things. So I called, I talked to the nicest lady. I love, I love call center representatives. You guys are the best. <laughs> um, I really do. Because, uh, so then I took care of that. Yeah. Got it all established. Having a medical, I have an appointment. Look at you doing I things. No, But then I deep dived after that and was like, I better establish a new dentist too because I'm on this side of town. Oh, I better do. And so then it just kind of snowballed and I felt such great success. Yeah. Relief of anxiety. Yep. And I know it doesn't sound like that big of a deal to, to some people. Like, uh, dude, establish your primary care, working with insurance, not a big deal. For me, it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, these are functional adult things that I've never had to manage in my life. I yeah. had a partner for 11 years who just kind of took care of that shit. Right. So, I don't know. But it was all good. I'm so glad you did those yeah, things. Yeah, me too. Are you feeling like a grown-up? I know. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, sometimes we definitely do feel successful and like a grown-up, but, I mean, emotionally, things can take a weird turn, and then you just don't have the energy or motivation to get those things done. Mm -hmm. And I work a lot with clients, especially if they have a history of depression or a history of anxiety, and they just get stagnant and stifled. Mm -hmm. And then it's just easier to be like, I am just going to hang out in my bedroom and not do fuck all. Right. And that can feel overwhelming. It feels good, but it also feels not good. Well, I think it's a double-edged sword. For sure. And there is a self-soothing component to that, where it's just like, this is safe right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with little kids, they they can do that. And they have adults who, if they're you know fortunate and blessed to have supportive adults, who will do those things. And so it's, it's kind of finding the balance, especially with like teenagers or young adults, to be able to encourage them to do those things on their own so that we as the parents are not doing that for them Mm -hmm. and they can figure out those things absolutely teaching those skills the younger the better for sure success you know i uh, giving a a child chores Uh uh-huh and teaching them how to do that chore that's like the most important thing you can't just tell a kid to go load the dishwasher right great story about that tell the kid to go load the dishwasher (laughs) in the dishwasher they'll throw all the dishes in great if you don't tell them what dish soap to use, they will use the dish soap from the sink in your kitchen. will be filled with bubbles and suds, and you can have a dance party in there. Um, <laughs> or spend the whole night cleaning your kitchen. That sounds like flooded. terrible. But if you don't teach them how to be successful and how to do the things, they're going to be scared and intimidated about doing it. They're going to procrastinate doing it. So right. the sooner you teach a child... This is how you load the dishwasher. Doesn't have to look this way every time. But this is how you load it. And this is the soap you use. And this is where you put it. And this is the button that you push and doing it. And you don't just show them one time. Absolutely. And especially... Over and over. Yes. I love the idea of chores too. Because what you're doing is you're teaching life skills. And efficacy. And power over themselves. And yeah. All of those things are super important and autonomy, their ability to do it on their own. So, I mean, both of us had a lot of responsibility when we were younger. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I love now is 
that I have all these skills, I have all of these abilities to get things done. I'm very good at life and being a grown up. Not all people have that same gift. Uh, <laughs> and so being able to give that to, to littles and to young people is really important. Because it lasts the rest of their life. So when they have to call their insurance company later on, they're like, well, you remember the one time you fucked up doing the dishwasher? That's okay. If you fuck this up, you'll just call call center again. <laughs> help you. <laughs> right. And also just, you know, even, even having, if, if you, the adult is having that stress moment of avoidance or not getting things done, it's okay to say that to your kiddo and be like, I have a lot of anxiety. This is what it feels like when I have anxiety. This is what it feels like when I get better and I do things and, and all this stuff. The super maladaptive kind of avoidance is going to be like bad choices, like using substances, getting drunk, having sex with randos, like all of those things are equally damaging and are avoidance. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's a temporary solution. It's a temporary fix to ease that anxiety or depression. That's the underlying root cause of your stuckness. For sure. And I love that you brought up screen time because that's another thing, right? So if I just post all of this stuff on social media and get all the likes, then I don't have to like myself inside and I don't get to feel those positive feelings and endorphins when I get things done, when I, you know, get the new job, when I manage my relationships, all of the things. Right. Look at us full circle. All right. I love it. So... <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, it, it's, I do talk a lot about the fact that we are good at life and we are, but also it's taken a lot of trial and error for us to get to this place. Oh yeah. I've fallen on my face so many times. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. I've had the restart so many times, but the thing about it is like pity party out and pull my ass up off the ground and shake it off and figure it out. Right. Cry, cry through figuring it out. There have been things that I have done where I have tears have streamed down my face as I am doing it because it was just that hard or that stressful and it was causing me that much distress that I just had to cry while doing to emote and release it and then it was done. It was like... <gasps> right. It was like be uncomfortable and do it anyway. Right. Because you don't have to love it all the time, but, but you do have to figure out like how to be uncomfortable, do it anyway. And then that will go into your fact bank when you're anxious to fact check. I had this really hard thing and I did it anyway. And I survived. Right. And, and I learned something from it. 100%. And now I'm taking those skills and applying them to the next hard thing because there is going to be a next hard thing. Like that is just life. That is life. You get the zings and the zings and the boom all over the place. <laughs> what? Just say drive down the road and get flat tire. That shit's stressful. <laughs> Watching your face, though, do the zings and the zangs and the boo. What is that? Sounds. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Automatopoeia everywhere. That's hilarious and awesome. But I think, it, like, that's part of why I wanted to talk about avoidance is because it is so prevalent. It happens all the time. And you and I definitely can be procrastinating or avoidy mm -hmm. if we are feeling anxious or not great about ourselves or our situation or whatever. Or the shiz we got to take care of. For sure. If I don't feel excited and motivated to do it and it seems like a pain in my ass, I'm, I'm going to start developing some anxiety around that. Right. And I'm yeah. going to avoid it. I'm going to not look at it. And the pile of bills or the pile of mail or the paperwork or whatever 
is going, and, and that creates more anxiety, right? Because if I don't do it, then fuck, all of these things are going to happen. Right. So that is a thing that people do. So some things that help kind of organize, take a blank sheet of paper, organize your brain. What's yes. the top priority? Write it all down. On, and I say a blank piece of paper, don't use the lines. Write all the things <laughs> down. And then put next to them, one, what's the most important thing? Sure. Because this is the most crucial thing that I need to attend to. Right. What's going to be the most negative consequence if I don't get this done? Exactly. Right. Go through it. Make an order, make a list. I do lists like that all the time. Like For sure. Get a paper, got to write down all the shit I got to do. And then I'm like, ah. And then I just start tackling it, line it out. Yeah. Cool. Done. Off my plate. Boom, 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 boom. So gratifying when that whole list is done to pick up that piece of paper, tear it up, rip it up, and put it in the recycle bin and be like, cool. Nice. I got it done. My table is blank and empty. And I think that's, that's also a really good feel. So where do I feel the best? I feel the best when my counter is clean. I feel the best when my desk is cleared off. I feel the best when all of my assignments have been turned in. I feel the best when I've had that really hard conversation and now we're on the problem solving phase. We like each other again or we are not in a thing anymore. Like all of those positive feelings, those endorphin feelings are going to motivate you for the next time that you've got a big stack of shit that needs to get done. Right. So. I love it. I know. we got to take care of our business. Yes. Taking care of your business is important. Right. Because then it makes you better at life. And it gives you time for self-care. I love that. Going for a hike, going for a walk. Exactly. Took myself to the Pecos this weekend. It was lovely. Aww. How was the weather? It was, it started lovely and then it rained. Fortunately, I am very good at having gear and I had a poncho and a rain cover for my backpack and I had taken snacks and so I just had my picnic in the truck. I love this. It was so awesome. Like I had a really good time. So, all right, that is our time. It goes by so fast. It does. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, if you have feedback, if you want us to talk about things, um, we will try to give you some social media uh, buzz before we do our lives. Yeah, we'll probably start promoting the lives maybe like two or three podcasts before we do them. That way you just have time to think about. For sure. And like when you guys are catching up on, you know, listening or episodes or whatever, um, we'll have them available on Instagram to check out um, so you can watch us. I We talked about a YouTube. We definitely don't want to do that regularly. It's just too much commitment and work. Well, not only that, but like by the end of the day, which is usually when we record, we're both like exhausted. And I have like greasy forehead. I have greasy forehead. Um, so we will not be greasy when we do it next time. No, we'll time. be all nice and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Um... Till we talk to you again, all nice and fresh. All right. Thank you so much for listening. X to the Zennial, the letter X, the number two, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L at gmail.com, X to the Zennial underscore podcast on Instagram or Luna underscore X to underscore LLC at Facebook. On Facebook? Anyway, enjoy the rest of your night, day, evening, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.